Welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed, and happy Christmas Eve. Yes, Merry Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas Eve, if you're listening on that day, of course. Uh, we are picking up with day six of our Come, Let Us Adore Him devotional in the Bible app. Mm-hmm. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And we're doing the second to last day of our 12 Days of Christmas giveaway, which is actually a prayer journal and Tori's favorite Bible highlighters, yes. journaling pens, whatever all that I stuff like is. devotional must-haves. Yeah, and, and there's a handful of winners, so stay tuned. Well, so stay tuned to, to the end for that. And we will keep this short and sweet to honor your time. The scripture is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 through 21. And it says this. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. The devotional says this. Jesus came as the ultimate substitute to stand in our place, but he came to live infinitely better than any of us could ever live on our own. One of the ways the Bible talks about this is to call Jesus the quote-unquote second Adam. It's a provocative title worth examining. The first Adam was created by God and placed in a perfect world and a perfect relationship with God. Adam literally had it all. No earthly needs unmet and no separation between him and God. But in an act of outrageous rebellion against God, he took his life into his own hands, stepped outside God's boundaries, and did exactly what God had warned him not to do. He had it all, but he miserably failed. And when he did, sin, sickness, and suffering entered the world. Adam now lived under God's judgment. And the world groaned in brokenness. What the world cried out for was a substitute, but not any substitute would do. This substitute needed to be special in every way so that he would not fail the test as the first Adam had. He had to be perfect in righteousness and mighty in power or he too would fail. God sent the one person whom he knew was qualified to be the second Adam, his son. Everything Jesus did, from the first moment of his birth until his ascension to the right hand of his Father, he did as our substitute. Every decision he made, every temptation he faced, every trial or moment of suffering he endured was on our behalf. He faced all the ravages of life in this fallen world without sinning in any way. He was the perfect substitute. And because Jesus was the perfect substitute, on the cross he made the perfectly acceptable sacrifice. And because he did, he satisfied God's requirement. And the penalty for our sin was lifted. Jesus, the second Adam, is our first and only hope in life and death. Because of his substitution, we are redeemed. God sent one in our place 
who would do infinitely better than we could ever do because our salvation depended on it. The Christmas story is the most glorious stand-in story ever. Amen. Amen. I just want to kind of reiterate what I said yesterday regarding how these stories have just been hitting me a lot deeper. Mm-hmm. And as you're reading, I'm just I'm putting myself in that place of being guilty of sin and being dead in sin mm-hmm. and you know, and what consequences come along with that. Yeah. But God came through for me and he came through for you and he switched places with us. And I don't think we always visualize that. I think that we sometimes are just like, oh yeah, I'm saved. Like I gave my life to Christ. I prayed the sinner's prayer and I received him. I repented. And now I just live my life here on earth. And that's not the case for everybody, of course. That's the case for a lot of us. But without recognizing the gravity of what we've been saved from. Without recognizing the gravity of what we've been saved from daily. Yeah. You know, I think it's like at the time, like I I can recall whenever I gave my life to Christ and I received him as the atonement for my sin. And I was like snot crying in a library. Okay. Like it was not the most attractive scene ever. It's a public library. Everyone's around me. (laughs) But it was just like, I remember that feeling. And I remember the the burden being lifted from my shoulders, but the longer I go on in Christ, the more I start to kind of allow stuff to creep back on my shoulders. We're like, oh, I'll handle it. Or, oh, I, you know, it's my fault. You know, it's like, oh, this. And you start to continually try to try to earn God's grace um, because like, okay, I'm saved, but now I want to do well by God, but I don't want to bring him into the things I'm struggling with. And it just kind of creates this self-perpetuating system versus just daily being reminded, oh my, oh my Lord, thank you for, for dying for me. Thank you for sending your spirit to, to correct me daily, to walk with me daily. And, and just kind of remembering that as we walk, because I think as, as we're doing these daily devotionals on this specific um, like devotional series, mm-hmm. I'm being reminded daily to like, to not look at myself, you know, and, and I'm being reminded to look at him. And I think that's what I'm really feeling is I'm being reminded daily of the sacrifice that he made on my behalf, right. a sacrifice that I could never make on my own because there was an infinite penalty against God. And my finite self could not pay that infinite penalty. Right. It needed a, a an infinite Sacrifice. Um, sacrifice in order to 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 make up for that penalty so yeah it's so good and I think I really honestly don't have that much to add I think that that's just something that we should meditate on today like when we are going through that verse I mean it's one of my favorites verse 17 this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person the old life is gone like your old life pre-Jesus life. It is gone and a new life has begun. And that is not because of anything that you did. That's because of what Mm -hmm. Jesus did. And so I think so often it's so easy to look at like what we've done and like all, and, and it's just like, let's just keep our eyes on Jesus. Like, let's just keep our eyes on Jesus and what he did so that we can live this new life that God has for us. Yeah. And I just think it's so funny that well, first off, Paul David Tripp, the author of this devotional series, he's also the author of New Morning Mercies. And I'm just reminded, wow, his mercies are new every morning. Yep. And this is just what a great reminder for us to, when we spend time with the Lord daily or in our daily devo or in the car worshiping, let's let's not forget. I guess what I'm trying to say is let's not make light of those times. Right. 
let's let the truth wash over us and let the truth and let the truth direct us because the truth will set us free rather than oh I'm just singing songs or oh I'm just like you know journaling Devo which I'm not saying that that's a bad way to look at it I'm just saying I think there's a lot more that can help us. I think there's a deeper well, like we can go a lot deeper in these small moments with the Lord. Yeah. They're more weighty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to announce the winners. And if you guys are cool, I might just like do a little quick confession for you guys. So the winner, um, so these people win the prayer journal and like the Mr. Pen highlighters, all that stuff. And I went through and I did the random picks and I had two people that were domestic and three people that were international. And I went and found three more people that were domestic because sometimes shipping internationally is really stressful. Mm-hmm. And I just feel so convicted over that, um, that all eight are going to win. <laughs> and so if it's one of those things where I'm, I'm challenging my desire to not be as generous, mm-hmm. to be even more, yeah. you know? And, and so I just, I don't know what you may be feeling in your life where you feel this resistance to either spend time with the Lord or this resistance to call that person and apologize or maybe forgive them or whatever yeah. it may be. Let's resist that urge to have that kind of our selfishness come out. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I could tell internally I was trying to take the easy way out. And so now I'm going to turn and I'm going to do what I think will best serve these people. So love it. the winners are, drumroll please, Gina Milan who's from, um, I don't see her city and state or anything. <laughs> I think she's from the U.S. Um, then, then there's Darby Sinclair from Lubbock, Texas. And then there's Sharon from India. And then there's Linka Trinkova from Slovakia. And then there is Demario Rumes, Romes from Jamaica. And, uh, and then the three other domestic winners are Kathy Langstaff from Ohio, uh, Mariah Murphy from Bend, Oregon, and Mary Gail Cheek from Dawsonville, Georgia. Love it. So those are the winners. Yay. Stay on the lookout for an email where we'll connect with you and make sure we get these things sent out. Of course, if you're international, it might take a little longer, but we'll get that out. And uh, you want to pray sent out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for sending the perfect substitute. We thank you for... doing what we could never do on our own, Father, so that we can pray this prayer that we're praying right now. Lord, I pray that we wouldn't take our time with you lightly, that we would give it the weight that it deserves. Father, you are worthy of all the glory. You You are everything, Father. And so we apologize for all the times that We don't fix our eyes on you, and we fix our eyes on the things of this world. Thank you for this season that reminds us again and again to fix our eyes on you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Tschüss.